Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. I am so excited for you to meet my next guest, Kelsey Leonards. I've known Kelsey for a long time since she was a little girl, just in our worlds growing up with crew. And I have always just admired Kelsey. And if you could sit here and talk with her, you would be so encouraged and delighted to see what just a lovely gal she is. And um, I, when I first started this podcast, I thought, oh, I would love to hear Kelsey and wonder what her strengths are because she is so um, just inviting and encouraging and delightful. And so I think you're going to learn a lot as you hear about her strengths. Kelsey, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Barbara. I'm so excited. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, Kelsey, tell me a little bit about you, where you are and what you do. Yeah, so I graduated college in 2019 uh, with my degree in apparel design and manufacturing. And after college, I moved to New York City and worked in the fashion industry. Absolutely loved it. Um, My life changed when COVID hit New York last March, and I found myself back in Texas. And um, I grew up in Fort Worth and now I'm back here um, in November 2020. I launched a greeting card company um, called Lenartsy. And Lenartsy is where fashion illustration um, collides with calligraphy um, with an emphasis on connection, encouragement, and creativity. And so I felt such a need for creating a company and an opportunity for myself during this time um, to help people to be encouraged during a time of isolation. And we all love a handwritten letter. It's so old fashioned, but it feels so innovative and special. And so that's what I'm up to now. I have no idea what's next. um, But I think that's where we're all at with a lot of uncertainty during this crazy pandemic. Um, But yeah, I'm definitely still figuring it all out. Oh, that's exciting. Well, I think, um, like I said, it's just so fun just to watch a little bit from your journey. And we've been friends on kind of more Instagram, I guess. But um, let's go back a little bit. Like, how would you say like we connected? I know we've kind of overlapped in different ways just because of our life with crew. But um, what's your what's your take on that? Yeah, um, I remember growing up and always seeing you at retreats and conferences and um, you and Warren are just the best. Um, And when I was in college, I went on the Ozark Lakes mission trip. And um, I'd say that's when we really got to know each other better and um, just kind of being, you know, as I grew up and I was all of a sudden in college and not just along people working with college students, but it was a really fun trip and we spent was it 10? I was there for 10 weeks in Branson, Missouri. And um, the staff was there for five weeks. And when 
when you and Warren, um, I remember we went to dinner and y'all are just great. And so getting to know you um, and hearing, I guess, even the, the most recent, um, hearing about your new podcast and um, helping people with their strengths. I've just been so honored um, over the past couple of weeks and months, just connecting with you about um, even developing what my strengths are and what this looks like. And I'm so grateful for you. Oh, that's, that's sweet. Thanks, Kelsey. Well, it is, it is such a treat to um, just to see you as you've grown up. And I just love and admire your parents so much and see even just, I'm not sure exactly what their strengths are, but I know just seeing just their love and the way they've just poured into you. I can see just um, just so many different qualities that are similar to what they have too. So it's fun to, to see you in action. And like I said, as I um, watched you, even as you moved to New York City, I just think it's so fun. I think especially because of just the joy that you radiate to others. And so I think it's interesting as you kind of told me what your top five strengths are, that your top strength is positivity. And I'm like, yes, of course it is. And I would love for you just to share a little bit, like what are your top five strengths and what do those look like in your life? Yeah, thank you. Um, So my top strengths are positivity, strategic, maximizer, ideation, and adaptability. And it's, I think having (laughs) positivity as the top strength has just really made life fun on the core clarity um, that we talked about. Positivity says brilliantly create and build a dynamic environment of contagious enthusiasm. And I think that's <laughs> it's a sense of humor infuses mm-hmm. projects with energy, optimism, and fun. And yes, all the fun, all the time. <laughs> and when things are not fun, um, I try to make it fun. So Life is definitely anything but boring, but strategic, mm-hmm. um, I think that even combining positivity with strategic, um, I'm more of a big picture thinker who always starts with the end in mind, and um, yeah, so master masterfully craft elegant solutions for complex problems. I feel like with strategic, I always try to think of maybe this could be organized better or how can I work this around here or what that looks like. Um, Maximizer, um, my third top three or (laughs) number three out of five, um, relentlessly pursue excellence focused on taking good to great. And that's something that I would say, this is what separates the good from the great, Um, but how I can really maximize time, maximize my schedule. Um, Also just, what can we do to make this more impactful or more meaningful or, or also back to the fun, more fun? Um, so striving to get the most out of every opportunity, every interaction, and every moment. Um, so going, you know, all, all over the place, I find myself scattered often, but maximizing, trying to stay on top of things, but also really make it excellent. And I think that helps a lot with my business. Um, and then ideation, my number four. Um, yeah, I as a creative person, I think ideation is just pivotal in understanding 
myself and um, thriving in unconventional environments that support novel viewpoints and solutions and um, active and vivid imagination generates energy and fosters a quirky sense of humor and prolific thinking produces never ending flow of creative concepts, ideas and innovations. And all of the ideas that I have, (laughs) it's mostly Mm -hmm. just an idea or never happens, but I still have so much excitement about ideas. And people who know me closely know that I'm always getting excited about something new and rarely follow through on it. Um, But whenever I put together the strategic and maximizing and all of the things, it just works out somehow. But so many ideas and I'm always like, is this crazy? (laughs) Yes? Okay, let's do it. Hmm. Um, And then adaptability, um, effortlessly manage multiple projects, priorities, and people simultaneously (laughs) um, calmly and confidently change gears in the face of complications, chaos, and crises. And I think um, adaptability was really important for me as I moved to New York. Um, I was just 22 and lived on the sixth floor, um, no elevator, and <laughs> we we always walked and, you know, just adapting to life in a new city and riding the subway instead of driving a car and um, just the ways that, you know, your subway's late. Okay, it looks like I'm late now or just rolling with the punches and um, adapting to life back in Texas, um, which hasn't been easy, but I think it's just important to be adaptable. And I love that that's something that we share in common, Barbara. I know we've talked yes. about it kind of adds to a level of spontaneity of, okay, well, we can adjust this plan. It's okay. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Nothing has to be set in stone, but I think um, it's just a part of the journey. And so, yeah, those are my five strengths. That's great. I love how you just kind of um, weaved those together and, I think I would love to hear a little bit, uh, some snippets as you thought about um, your major, because I, uh, I guess I can just see all those in the things I've watched you do in your in your fashion merchandising major or whatever it's called, and then living in New York in your business and now, um, yeah, what you're doing now. But tell tell me a little bit about kind of tell about that and how you saw these strengths show up in what you love doing in your major in college. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I, I love looking back on my time in college, and I still consider myself a recent graduate. So looking back doesn't feel like that long ago, but it also feels like forever ago, like a different life. Um, but I did study apparel design and manufacturing. Um, I went to Texas Tech University, and my program was amazing. Um, I really enjoyed all of my professors and my classmates. It was a Texas Tech is really big. Um, I think there's over 40,000 students, um, but my major was really small. And I think we started with 30 students my freshman year. Um, everyone thinks fashion design or fashion just sounds really cute and easy and fun, mm-hmm. and they like shopping, so let me do fashion. Um, but, you know, we ended up people would fail or just things happened and we had eight our senior year. So it was a very competitive program and um, a lot of projects and a lot of sewing. And um, I started sewing when I was six years old. So I just kind of jumped into fashion school and loved every minute Mm -hmm. of it. And um, I would, (laughs) we would find ourselves at the library working on Photoshop our senior year on our portfolios and 
um, sometimes even all night. And I just remember having this attitude or not attitude, <laughs> just the mindset. And maybe this is even the maximizer in me of um, this project. There's a difference between 12 a.m. or 3 a.m. What is your project going to be? <laughs> Are you going to put yeah. in the time? Um, and so, you know, that would look like a lot of really hard nights of working on things but then I look up and I've been working on a project for eight hours and I didn't even realize like oh my gosh Mm. it's already two in the morning (laughs) because you love because you love doing it right yeah I love it and I think with ideation and just creative concepts would just come to me and I get so excited and don't want to do anything else and um a lot of my friends would be like, okay, well, we're going to go study um, for our test. And I'm like, well, I have a dress due. I'm sorry, I can't study <laughs> with y'all. <laughs> um, so having a major that was more hands-on, um, I think really helped me even have more of an attention span. We weren't really in lecture classes. We had studio classes. And so mm-hmm. our classes were like two hours long um, instead of the other students that had like shorter lectures. But we would just lose track of time and we're like, oh my gosh, another another day mm. has gone by and um, closer to the next deadline. So we, we were just always working hard and um, I really enjoyed getting to be around creative people and we would talk about buttons and zippers and <laughs> things <laughs> that I just love. You know, we're like fashion nerds just so- talking about all of these exciting textures and what does this fabric look like and um yeah, I mean, you can even tell I'm just like so excited so about fun. all of the little details. And um, yeah, so it's definitely, I think when I'm doing something that I love, my positivity comes out because I'm excited about something and um, passionate and just focused. And so, yeah, I think it, <laughs> it would Gosh. be. People are like, okay, it's just a zipper. And I'm like, no, but it's beautiful. It's the most amazing zipper. Well, it's so interesting because I started out in fashion merchandising in college. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. um, I was on the teen board at um, Gaffer's in Tuscaloosa. And that was just kind of a lot of the kind of things that I did in high school. So I thought, oh, well, I'll major in that. And I... I enjoyed it, but I didn't really get into it because I did not want to take organic chemistry. So I switched my major. Oh, and, no. um, but I love hearing just your enthusiasm about it. And I, I didn't know what my strengths were in in college. And I think it would have helped to to understand those a little bit more. But it's it's so neat to hear how you've really built on what your strengths are. And like you said, even you know, when you're doing something that is one of your strengths, it's like, it is energizing and it's fun and it is, it helps other people too. And just seeing just how you have done that. Tell me a little bit more about your, um, maybe it was for your major, but just the fun fashion show that you did and the things that you created, like with your friends. I think that's so cool of just the creativity in, those things that you designed that, I mean, I just watched it on your Instagram, but tell me about that. Yeah, thank you. Um, we So Texas Tech is in Lubbock, Texas, um, which is a really small town, um, not ideal for fashion opportunities. Um, so that was interesting as a fashion student, we really created our own opportunities. Um, 
And there were a couple organizations um, on campus that set up fashion shows and um, created opportunities for student designers to showcase their work. And so that was really cool because I had the opportunity to design um, four runway collections before I graduated, um, which mm. our senior senior show is usually just one fashion show at the end, but getting to design as a sophomore and junior, um, just different collections and sewing them and um, on top of all the homework um, was just a really cool opportunity. And a lot of the clothing collections that I've designed um, have been inspired by aspects of my faith as a Christian and just ways that God has moved in my own story in my life and um, getting to express that through clothing and apparel design um, has just been really fun. And I love to use bright colors and it's kind of like an extension of myself um, with a lot of positivity, positivity, Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of um, bright colors and unique textures and sequins and florals and just a lot of color and print. And so, yeah, it's definitely such a cool thing to look back on because um, just the opportunities that came up are, (laughs) I think, ways that I was able to be strategic and focus on this is my goal and what I want to accomplish and um, even maximizing those ideas and how can I make this effective and what what would be better, a pant or a short or a jacket <laughs> or how are we making this happen? And, oh, I only have a few days left, so let me get this together. And then um, having a social life and working and all these things. Um, but at my core, I just I love creating things that mean, mean something to me and mean something to people and um, can start conversations um, even about spiritual topics. And um, that's something that energizes me a lot. And so, um, yeah, I'm still applying for design opportunities. And um, the fashion industry has been hit really hard um, through COVID and people not really um, dressing up as much anymore. Um, So, yeah, it's it's exciting to think about – all of those amazing opportunities of designing clothes and um, in Lubbock of all places. So lots of great memories. That's so fun to hear a little of the backstory on that. Um, Well, tell me what you loved about being in New York and um, just kind of how, I mean, like you said, it was really hard for you to leave because you were just loving it and, um, what in particular, yeah, tell me more like why you loved it so much. <laughs> um, I've gone on a couple of first dates in the past few months in Texas and I've said, don't ask me about New York cause I won't stop talking about it. Oh. <laughs> so that's your warning. <laughs> um, no, but I love, I loved it. It was amazing. And just the energy of the city and the way that people, um, have, you know, there's so many people in Manhattan that have moved from all over the country to pursue their dreams and their passions. And um, I made friends so quickly, which is not normal. <laughs> I have mm-hmm. an amazing church community and wonderful roommates and people who um, just made me feel so welcomed and excited. And um, I was working at Saks Fifth Avenue um, in the e-commerce photo studio 
which was absolutely incredible being a part of the behind the scenes of the website and just working with people that we would, again, talk about clothes on our lunch break. We would, you know, (laughs) (laughs) the latest purses and shoes. And I just love that. And um, they were such amazing people. And so um, I think definitely the people that were in New York make or that are in New York make it what it is and um, the drive and creativity and um, I would wear glitter eyeshadow like once a week in college, oh. like no big deal. And people would freak out and I'm like, that's low. Like how I can never pull that off. And, you know, in New York, I would wear the same glitter eyeshadow and they'd be like, Oh, cute. I have some just like it. Or, Oh, I'm, <laughs> you know, good for you. You rock it. But people just express themselves in um, clothing. And I felt like, wow, I've finally found people that understand me creatively. and. Um, Mm. Everyone is always doing a million things a minute and just working hard and um, focusing on their dreams. And then everybody has a side hustle and uh, all of these exciting people and exciting friends and um, a lot of, yeah, a lot of fun memories. I was um, just, it was just getting good. I'd been there eight months and then Mm. um, COVID has kind of changed the city a lot. And um, I know they're just now reopening indoor dining. So been a lot of a lot more shut down um, than other parts of the country but I just I love it and <laughs> I loved um, just the the freedom of um, riding the, riding the subway and you don't have to worry about where you parked your car or um, you know just little things about life where you look up and the buildings are so tall and all of a sudden I <laughs> realized I wasn't that big or I wasn't mm. you know wasn't the center of the universe or anything but looking back on the ways that um I learned to work really hard and um people people are just amazing and creative and driven and um the way Mm. that they dress and carry themselves and New Yorkers work really hard but then also know how to have a really good time and enjoy their life and um have long dinners and wild nights and just (laughs) fun fabulous outfits and so um I really really just felt connected to the culture and um the people and the friends that I made yeah so (laughs) I could go on and on and on but in a nutshell um, I just love it never been happier um I feel like one of the things I saw you do you know it's funny like when we're, we put ourselves out there on Instagram or Facebook and it's, I mean, even like this podcast, you think who in the world is listening to this? I have no idea, but I loved watching, um, just your times that you would go to the markets in New York city and do the caricatures of people. And I feel like that just kind of exemplified just who you are and your love for people and creativity. Tell me about what that was like. Oh yeah, that was one of the coolest opportunities um in September of 2019 um I was at the right place at the right time and got an opportunity to do fashion illustration live sketching at a pop-up event for Tommy Hilfiger um Mm. his pop-up with um, Tommy and Zendaya and so that was just like a amazing opportunity um and 
getting to sit in the streets of Soho and meet people and draw them. There were six other artists featured. And I mean, I look back on that as one of my favorite days. Um, And I was so new to the city and (laughs) met so many people and just got to meet them and draw them. And I think that really helped me see my love for fashion illustration and love for drawing and even live sketching people Mm -hmm. and um, I would say, okay, and, and show me what color, what color are your eyes? Okay. I, I see you, you know, I would have, it would be a five minute little quick sketch, but just in New York, everyone's so busy and, um, you might look at someone's outfit and think that's cute and then keep walking, but getting that moment with people individually. And, um, mm-hmm. even what we talked about earlier, like just, we all want to be seen and known and valued and having that moment with someone in the middle of the day saying, yeah, you're beautiful. Like, Look yeah. at your hair. Look at those earrings. It, it just, yeah. Um, getting to draw them and then they can keep that forever. So that was definitely one of my favorite opportunities. And I hope I can do more of that one day. Um, really I just, fun. I just love that. I mean, like I say, I guess it just punches a button because I would see those little things and you'd post the picture of the person with it and that they just felt like oh, you saw me. Oh, wow. Look, I'm <laughs> special. And yes. I do think it's like, that's what we all long for. And that's, um, why I love trying to help all of us understand like, yeah, what are my strengths? I'm not like Susie Q, but I'm me. And how can I be more of me and radiate who God made me to be? And anyway, I just, I've that, those little posts that you had about that were really inspiring to me. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Well, um, you mentioned earlier just about your new um, stationary business and kind of how does, how do you feel like that kind of is like one more step of, I think just showing who you are and all your strengths pulled together and tell us more about your Lynn artsy. Yes. I love it. And even sharing a little bit more about my background in college in New York, it's all kind of come together for, for this um, business now, which is fun. Um, it's definitely another expression of my personality and my fashion taste and just the bright colors. Um, throughout quarantine, um, I've been working on a lot of drawings and fashion illustration um, and just finding such a need for people to feel um, love and thoughtfulness. And so I think something my generation um, focuses on is everyone's on their phones and social media and (laughs) our texts Mm -hmm. can get deleted and DMs get lost, but something about a handwritten letter, you keep it forever and it's in your little box. We all have that one box full of those meaningful written down words. And so um, I launched Lenartsy in a space where I felt like I know I need encouragement and I know we all do right now. And so um, just knowing that people can really experience um, blessings through it has been so much fun. Um, yeah, so I can combine a lot of love for color and um, paper. And um, I love, I mean, I have really fun handwriting and getting to use that has been so cool um, in creating mm-hmm. products and working on um, marketing them and email marketing and social media marketing and um, even e-commerce and a few things I learned at Saks. And 
um, getting to spread love and encouragement and positivity. And um, I send out an email um, <laughs> three times a month with connection, encouragement, and creativity. And so um, even cultivating a list of people um, who that resonates with has been really fun. And mm. so, yeah, it's definitely been a lot of work um, starting the company. I feel like, oh, this is so overwhelming at times, but I've learned a lot and um, I feel like I'm able to use my strengths of strategic mm-hmm. and maximizer, um, which as we looked into and you were telling me about um, more about my strengths, now understanding that about myself, that maximizer and strategic, how did you explain it that they can kind of accentuate the other strengths in well, a way? Ma- maximizer is one of the strengths along with focus that can intensify any other of your strengths. So if anyone has Maximizer, then it just intensifies the other ones. So um, like I have Maximizer and intensifies maybe my empathy or my harmony, my adaptability. And so I think it just kind of adds a little more intensity. So um, yeah, that (laughs) was helpful in understanding myself. And um, I mean, it was, it's been really fun and really hard. And I think even coming from someone who has positivity as my top strength in a time where it's really hard to be positive and a time mm-hmm. where um, maybe my strength of adaptability has had to <laughs> become a lot more, you know, like oh, your key player there. Let me be adoptable here because this is not what I planned. Um, but yeah, I think having, um, what we we talked about last week about just feeling overwhelmed at times and feeling like, okay, well, if I'm not positive, (laughs) what am I? Or am I enough? Mm -hmm. Or um, as an Enneagram seven, just feeling the pressure or, you know, subconscious pressure to continue to keep up the life of the party attitude. Um, Mm -hmm. But you were so kind in reminding me um, of, yeah, your strengths are just a part of who you are innately and they, you don't have to, not necessarily you don't have to try because there's ways to develop your strengths, but, um, what you said really impacted me and, um, just knowing that, that maybe it's at my core naturally. Um, it's Mm -hmm. just easy to be positive, but also it's okay to feel overwhelmed and frustrated and, knowing that even hard emotions um, that I may not associate to be positive, but they can um, help me grow, which is a positive thing long-term. Even if it's not fun to feel anger or pain or sadness, um, like I have a lot of the past couple of months and I know we all have, uh, which I think can also connect us more in our humanity and Mm -hmm. understanding, um, Maybe there's some times <laughs> this is, you know, if there's anyone else with the strength of positivity out there, but just even knowing when not to say to hold back, but I think in situations where someone is struggling or grieving, um, <laughs> to just to have the social understanding of this might not be the best time to say something perky right now, or what can I really say to help them? And, um, even like being strategic about who, who really likes this energy or maybe who doesn't. Um, But also Mm. 
don't apologize for being myself, but um, I don't know. It's a balance. Maybe I'm just rambling here. Well, I think like you're saying positivity and especially because it's your top one is, um, I mean, all of our strengths can be a mixed bag. Each of every one of the strengths has a, like a downside or cautionary um, way that we need to think about them and, and positivity, especially, I think it's hard for people when things are hard or if they're around difficult people or, or especially like grieving, like you said, and what, I mean, that's just part of life with, um, you know, just being with people and change and transition, but especially with COVID right now, it's, we're feeling a lot of more heavy feelings than most times of our lives. But I think like we talked last week, maybe when you're used to, to operating with your positivity a lot, because that is one of your strengths, it, it feels a little more confusing or weighty, like when things are hard. So I think, um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, it's you're not alone because I know other people that have positivity have felt that, but sometimes it's hard to even get to the spot to to see like, oh, wow, that's that is what's going on. Yeah, so. maybe maybe even um having positivity in the way of just understanding not necessarily this is painful or confusing, but this isn't fun and I crave fun and I want this to be fun and more enjoyable and exciting. Mm -hmm. And, um, just even owning that this isn't fun. This is hard. Um, and admitting it, but then also, um, I mean, my mom is so good at reminding me. She always says, this is not forever. This is temporary. (laughs) All Mm -hmm. these things are just a season. And so I think even remembering that, um, in times of confusion. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Well, um, as you think about, I mean, you've kind of hit on it a little bit, but even just that, like the idea of this podcast, embrace your strengths. How do you feel like just overall that has been for you? Has it been easy for you to embrace your strengths or, um, hard at times? What is, what would you say to that? a great question with um I think in high school or middle school taking math and science classes um that was not my interest not my strength um Mm -hmm. I struggled in academics in that area and so I think feeling like in an environment where I wasn't doing well or doing my best it was really hard to feel um I guess the excitement or the energy um, in times that I wasn't embracing my strengths, but I then, you know, moved on to fashion in college and finally felt like things are clicking for me. This is what I was made for. And Mm. that type of, um, I guess, zest for life comes in those moments when you are embracing your strength. And as I've become more of who I am and um, that's just a part of, (laughs) growing up in self-awareness but I think it's been such a journey um and in order to really embrace your strengths it's so important to know them um and I think that's important as I've seen you do that for me and for others and helping people to really understand their strengths and I think 
as um, someone in her 20s, it's so important to really dive in and take time to get to know myself and really develop those strengths and embrace them. And um, even like I said earlier, not apologize for the ways that God has made me um, and knowing that Mm-hmm. I am uniquely designed for a purpose, and that purpose is different during different times or different different jobs or different callings. Um, but finding joy and excitement in the journey, and knowing that, um, yeah, when <laughs> when I get to be working in those strengths, that's really energizing. And when you know, there's times when I'm not, it feels really draining. Um, but what comes most naturally to me. Um, or even little things of not sitting still or (laughs) always wanting to organize or work on something or um, Mm -hmm. just little strategic or maximizer and adaptability or why doesn't that bother me? Oh, I guess I'm adaptable or (laughs) this is, let's make this fun. Let me ride in the grocery cart while we're at the grocery store, like positivity. (laughs) um, Yeah, so I love that question. Well, I I feel like you capsulized that so well. Like you said, um, zest for life comes when we're working, living out of our strengths. And I think it's so fun to to hear you put words to that because I think, yeah, it just it sounds simple, but sometimes it's hard to get to for some some of us. So yeah. that's so really hard. Great. <laughs> and I think yes. we can feel stuck when we're not working in those strengths and. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely felt that up, you know, ups and downs over the past few years and couple of months. Now that I've um, understood my strengths more, but I think if anything, um, it's important to know because it can help me in seeking others in their strengths and connecting with friends that are different than me, um, who maybe <laughs> don't understand ways that why I am the way that I am and maybe I don't understand them, but we can still appreciate each other. Um, mm-hmm. And even in a professional setting, um, like in an office, knowing their strengths are so important to the team. And, you know, if our strengths are different, that's even, even more strengths combined. Um, yeah. Um, Kelsey, can you please tell our listeners how they could follow you or learn more about your business? Yes, um, Lenartsy on Instagram and lenartsy.com for the shop. Oh, great. And I'll put, I'll put that on our show notes so our listeners can, can follow you. They'll be so excited to, to see and hear about what you're doing. Thank well, one you. last question I have for you is what has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? Oh, this is such a fun question. I'm all about the joy. Um, I probably say spending time with my sister has definitely put a smile on my face. Um, She is so much fun and spending time with her has just been such a blessing. Um, She graduated in May this past year. And so we're both hanging out together, figuring out our lives. And um, she just brings me a lot of joy and we are always laughing together. So definitely Katie. (laughs) Oh, that's so fun. Oh, well, thank you so much, Kelsey. This has been such a fun time visiting with you and hearing more about you and your strengths and what you're doing and how you're bringing joy to everyone you meet. So thank you so much, Kelsey. Oh, thank you, Barbara. I am so grateful for you.
Oh, okay. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.